Joy seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. We've got another great show lined up for you. But first, let's give a great big thank you to our sponsor. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Thank you so much, sponsor, and thanks to you for choosing to listen today. You are not going to be disappointed. So I am so happy to welcome our special guest today, Brenda Bauman of the DD Hub and War Road. Welcome, Brenda. Well, hello, Deb. Pleasure Woo. to be here today. Oh, it's so awesome. And by the magic of technology, the magic of telephones, uh, you and I are able to have a conversation, even though we're not in the same physical location. Woo! That's right. Well, and actually, what a great segue to really even talk about the DD Hub because it's innovation, right? It's creativity, it's ideas. So, I mean, we ca- I can't even imagine a more perfect segue for that. So, Brenda, first, let's get a little bit of a start. Let's get your background. Um, have you always lived in War Road? Like, how did you get to where you are now? Oh, thank you. Well, <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a story um, about a twist and turn, but all in a good way. Um, I actually embarked on my career 28 years ago, uh, starting with a well-known company. I think this name is going to be very familiar to the audience, Marvin. And Marvin, of course, is a maker of windows and doors. Um, rooted and headquartered right here in World. In fact, you know, a company like Marvin is really an entrepreneurial company. And back in the day, back in 1904, if I remember my facts right, you know, it was the day George Marvin, you know, stepped into the community and, um, you know, started what now is known as a worldwide premium window and door manufacturer. So I've had the great pleasure to do uh, different things in and around the Marvin organization, including product management, tours and training, marketing, um, you know, actually working for the company president, Susan Marvin, for a number of years um, with this idea that, you know, you can have a good plan, but if it's not well communicated and understood, you know, a plan isn't effective. Well, long story short, um, we uh, are, are proud uh as an organization to see the fourth generation, you know, take their role in not only the company, but also the community. Um, for those of you that are listening today, World is and will always remain the corporate headquarters of Marvin. And throughout time and throughout history, the company and the community are threaded together um, in really amazing ways. And it's a partnership. And I raised my hand about, oh, three and a half, maybe four years ago now, and said I'd love to work in community. And then was asked, well, what does it look like? And so I did a lot of benchmarking, um, benchmarking with some of our friends right there in Bemidji with Dave Hangel and what he's got going on with Greater Minnesota in the launch pad, um, as well as other co-working places and spaces. Um, in different communities, the Fargo-Moorhead community, the Grand Forks community, which uh, I believe 
is also some of your listening audience on this show as well. And uh, just really came up with this idea of establishing a, a place to collaborate, um, to ideate, create opportunities for the community of Warroad. And so the name Discovery and Development Hub, or DD Hub as we've now shortened it, um, arose, and we are a co-working space in downtown Warroad. Um, I serve approximately about 80 clients um, over the past, you know, three and a half years in collaboration with others. Um, you know, also located in our co-working space is uh, an office for World Community Development, LLC, the World Chamber of Commerce, the World Visitors Center. And, you know, we're just really a hub, you know, pulling together to try to do really great things for the better of our community. So take us through this process of really developing this. Like, obviously, isn't it amazing what happens when you say yes, by the way? <laughs> I love it. And I love it. So there's something about um, this process because, obviously, this is not just something that happened in one month. There, there was, like you said, there's the ideation time. There's the creativity time. There's the, okay, how do we bring this to fruition time? So there's definitely this time period of waiting and preparation. Boy, it's like it almost reminds me of Advent right now. Um, but it's there's definitely this before it comes to fruition, this time period. What does it look like to trust that process? And what are the moving pieces that happen in that process? Wow, that's a really great question. And, you know, it, it's always a moving target. You know, however, when I take a step back and what I've learned from various communities that I benchmarked and places similar to ours that I benchmarked, you know, one thing is for certain is entrepreneurship uh, strikes growth and opportunity. And a lot of our rural communities wouldn't be where they are if it wasn't for the strength and the success of figuring out ways to stand up startups to help people incubate an idea that they might know is even possible to commercialize or possible to do. And so just uh, by doing a lot of word of mouth and trying to describe and explain what a co-working space is and what a hub performs in terms of service, it wasn't an easy concept to understand at first. Um, you know, people sort of would walk into our space and they would look around and they'd go, well, what is this place? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and after, you know, we had a chance to visit, um, they go, oh, I get it. And honestly, we don't do a lot of traditional marketing because all of our marketing mostly is by word of mouth. You know, increasingly we get phone calls and, you know, they'll say, hey, Brenda, I'm thinking about, you know, starting up, you know, this restaurant, or I'm thinking about, you know, opening up this place, or I need some help, um, you know, with some additional financing. And so it's been really great to just get to know these people as people and what their dreams and hopes are, and doing what we can to facilitate uh, making their own dreams come true. And again, we couldn't do this alone. We couldn't do it without the city of Warroad. We couldn't do it without regional partners, such as the Northwest Minnesota Foundation. You know, we couldn't do it without a lot of creative problem solvers and just in terms of mentoring and wanting to do the right thing, you know, to help these small businesses, startups, and entrepreneurs advance their idea. Absolutely. So 
I'm curious about what are the types of things that people do at the hub? Great, great question. Well, I, I'll, I'll speak uh, pre-pandemic because we are by appointment <laughs> only um, right now. But we would host, say, a number of brainstorming sessions. Um, we get people around the table. Let's just take um, a pop-up shop concept. Um, there was a, a woman who, a couple of women who had this Facebook page. And they were doing some amazing handcraft ideas. And it was getting close to Christmas time. About This is about three years ago. And there were some empty shops downtown that it would be nice to fill with some sort of anemone. And so just with a casual outreach, you know, asking the question, have you ever considered about doing a pop-up shop and trying it, you know, to see what kind of customer base that you might create or what kind of service you might provide? And, you know, it hadn't really dawned on them. Um, but these two women, they did it. They tried it. Um, went through, you know, their own growth challenges. But today, you know, one of those entrepreneurs has taken the lead and has a business in downtown world called the Plaid Walleye. And it all started with a phone call and getting people around the table to brainstorm with them how they might um, advance this idea and provide a wonderful service. The other kinds of things we do here is we try to lift up businesses on their marketing side. Um, you know, say, for example, many small businesses, they're the artist, they're the idea ideator, they're the doer, and sometimes marketing isn't one of their sweet spots. So annually, uh, we do an anniversary celebration, and we will host a marketing training or workshop, a hands-on type of training and workshop, where they can physically take things home and try them and learn them and, you know, help them be successful. Um we might bring people together to talk about ways to create funding opportunities for these startups. Um, it, it takes a lot of tenacity and wherewithal, both, you know, driving your business forward, but also financing your business forward. And, uh, again, we try to provide avenues and resources of places they can go to seek some funding. Some of it's local. Some of it's uh, regional and others is uh, statewide. What are some of the different things you've noticed during the pandemic, whether it's the way you're providing services, the need that you're seeing there, and how have you been able to adjust for that? I mean, you're used to pivoting all the time. I know that about you and I know that about the hub, but I'm curious how the pandemic has really affected the flow, if you will. Yeah, that's, that's a really great question. Of course, we're here for all businesses and the pandemic hasn't been good to some segments, you know, especially the hospitality segment. Um, and so we collectively with the city of Warroad and Warroad Community Development LLC and our local bankers, um, we tried really hard to keep our pulse on what kinds of relief packages were available. And, you know, we worked really hard to divide and conquer, if you will, and identify key businesses that we wanted to bring under our wing and, you know, ensure they were familiar with the different 
packages that were becoming available early in the pandemic and if they were qualified to apply and who to go to to apply. Um, again, we're we're a hub, we're a networker, we're a collaborator, but we're not the doer. You know, some of these programs like the small business um, association programs with the uh, PPP programs, or we had a local for forgivable loan program that came out early in the shoot. Um, you know, we just wanted to do our best to let them know of these resources so they can continue to move on. Well, um, we also had sort of a unique thing happen during the pandemic too, and it's not because things started during the pandemic, but long before, is we actually had seven businesses start up in the, in the throes of the pandemic over the summer. And, you know, they're all still there. One, you know, took a little time off here um, to reassess for the spring, but, you know, they're all still making it, so we can feel really good about them. Um, but again, we just try to be that resource for them and provide them with our knowledge that we're able to do and research along with, you know, their additional professional network that they might have supporting them uh, to keep them open. Absolutely. And, you know, it's actually really intriguing. I was just reading an article in Forbes about this, and it was talking about how actually there are a lot of startups that come out of things like a pandemic. It's actually not as uncommon as we think. And we, when we look back at other times where there has been a challenging situation, there are actually a lot of startups. Some of it's because of the ideas that emerge because of whatever the situation is. And some of it is just incredibly like people just aren't going to wait, right? They're just, they're ready to go. They're ready to launch. And uh, some people have been infected more than others during this pandemic. There are some businesses that what if their service is something that people are in need of tremendously right now, right? They're doing amazingly well right now. Yeah, that that's exactly right. And, you know, it's interesting how a pandemic can, you know, really shift various industries. Um, you know, we're, we're blessed with uh, Lake of the Woods, beautiful Lake of the Woods and Beltrami State Forest. And you're seeing people enjoy the outdoors more, regardless of the season. And, of course, Mother Nature's been very kind to us lately. <laughs> Knock on wood, it continues, um, you know, to be outside and, you know, do those amazing things. And then, of course, you know, incubate, you know, some ideas. And, you know, we don't, we can't think of necessarily, you know, uh, specific example, but I do know, and people do contact us and say, you know, I'm thinking about this or I'm thinking about that. And, you know, what do you think? Um, and so some of those businesses and some of those ideas, they like to keep it a little under the radar until they're ready to reveal <laughs> their idea. And <laughs> we have to respect that confidentiality, too. <laughs> Absolutely. I know inquiring minds want to know all the time, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. So I want to know about building community and how the DD Hub, in essence, has built that community and also how that has influenced a larger community of War Road, Roseau, maybe even Baudette. And that also has influenced even a bigger community in outing even into the Hallock and, and almost to the Bemidji region. Like, I feel like there's multiple layers of community here. Is that something you've fostered in specific ways or has it been organic? I, I would love to talk more about that. Yeah. So I, you know, I think 
everybody can help one another out. Um, what one community is doing, another can learn from and maybe tweak it or tailor it so it fits their community. And, you know, I, I want to go back to, you know, before the DD Hub even existed. You know, we would go visit communities like Hallock and we would visit, you know, those that were doing really amazing things in their main street districts. Um, and coming up with, you know, new products, new services, and, you know, seeing their main streets come alive. And we would learn from that. Um, we would also, you know, the network is big. I mean, Ada, Minnesota is another community that we looked up to. There were some really good things happening in Ada, Minnesota. Um, our, our, our corridor, the Highway 11 corridor, we'll call it, you know, everybody, every community's got a unique gift. And uh, uh, something that sets them apart. And if we can collaboratively leverage those things to lift up an entire region, you know, we're going to try. And I, I don't know if it's highly deliberate, but it just feels like it's the right thing to do. And, you know, very recently within the last, oh, I want to say year, um, we've been associated with a, a regional network called the Now Innovator Network, which even from a statewide perspective, you know, branches into the statewide initiative called Launch Minnesota. And the whole idea is, you know, to build a network that's not exclusively your own community, but a regional network and a statewide network to allow for access to resources, whether they be people in terms of talent, or whether it be educational in terms of how to do a startup, you know, or whether it would be resource-based, you know, to stand one another up. And I think over time, this is only going to accelerate and it's going to increase because it lifts everybody up, your home community, your bedroom communities, your corridors, your region, your state. And I think that's really important especially in the small business and the startup space where ideas happen, innovation occurs, and it's forward thinking to make our communities better places. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm just thinking about there's something like the spirit of the entrepreneur and it's the it's unlike anything I think we can really describe because it's this passion, it's this dream, it's this I'm going to pull something forward like it just uh it just keeps moving things forward and that positivity and encouragement in that community. I just don't think a person can do it without. I mean, yes, you can be determined, but there's something about that support that comes around in that holding of the space, if you will, even. And that's one of the things I love about the DD Hub is it really it's a place that holds space for the success of an entrepreneur. That's what we aspire to do. <laughs> well, I think you're doing it. <laughs> well, and you said something else that I thought was really important that I really wanted to hone in on, which is that each business brings a gift. Each individual brings a gift, right? Like everybody has a gift. Like I believe, right, that, of course, I believe that God created us all with these specific gifts that we bring out into the world. And so what we are seeing here is this manifestation of all of those gifts, right? Whether it's through the DD Hub, through a business, through community, like it all works. Yeah, yeah, that that's exactly right. And, you know, um, it, it's been interesting to see, you know, how 
I think War Road is starting to become, you know, even a benchmark to others too, you know, through this sharing of knowledge and exchanging of information. You know, for example, um, we've got some marquee businesses that have chosen to invest in our community that probably otherwise would not, had it not been for the hub and been for some strategic planning that our community has done. You know, one that's really unique, and I know the timing is going to be right for them, you know, to have a physical presence, but this whole idea of a folk school. And uh, World Folk School, it's a group of people that had connections into World, um, maybe a vacation home in World, um, but saw that, you know, there's something really cool about the culture that exists up here. And, you know, what do people do to make snowshoes? How might they do it? Or basket weave? Or, you know, any one of the heritages that are representative up here and their crafts and their creations. And how do you put some programming together to give people that hands-on, now virtual, <laughs> experience um, to really live out what makes our community unique? Yeah, I, you know, that sounds I, amazing. <laughs> it, well, it really is. And, you know, it, it's a seed of an idea um, that it just it takes time to plant. And, you know, we got to work collaboratively to nurture and grow that idea and um, help them succeed. You know, we all try to do what we can to help one another succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Always, right? I mean, isn't that the case? Yeah, yeah, it, it really, really is, um, Deb. And, you know, even to see a name brand hotel entering our community, you know, there's a brand new Hilton Inn, um, the Hampton Inn, excuse me, um, you know, that's maybe a month or two away from opening. And while the hospitality industry is not, you know, in a great spot because of the pandemic, it sure sets us up for future opportunities um, post-pandemic, which is pretty exciting. Well, and we know that eventually this pandemic is going to pass and like, you know, there is going to be something beyond, right? I think, well, that's the hope I'm, (laughs) I I mean, I'm, I'm hoping anyway, I wanted to talk to you about like some of the, I would love to hear about the wild and craziest, like celebration of something at the hub. And I also want to hear about maybe a time that something just felt really challenging and how you worked through that. Sure, sure. Well, I'm not sure how wild and crazy we get at the hub, but here's what I can tell you about the team that works here. What we read in terms of community vitality engagement, it really starts with connecting your own community, Um, getting the people in your town together to do major celebrations. And, you know, I've got a team of, you know, two women that love to design events. And, These two young ladies, Taylor and Sarah, um, their event design got kudos and awards from Explore Minnesota Tourism last year by introducing to the community this idea of an October festival, a family-friendly October festival with talent shows, um, you know, events for, you know, young kids to look at big trucks and, you know, kind of celebrate the whole notion and idea of, you know, German heritage and culture. In fact, you know, my my good friend 
the woman that owns the flower shop even got me to dress up in a costume, and that's a rare opportunity. That was rare. We know this. Um, but you know, it starts, it starts with that. And, you know, by getting the community engaged and excited and feel really proud about where they live and connecting with one another, that's the beginning. And that's a lot of how we started at the hub is, you know, getting and bringing people together to create, to give them the freedom to create, you know, events and activities to bring people together. And from there, the entrepreneurship started to escalate. I love this. I love this. How about biggest challenge? Oh, the biggest challenge. Honestly, the biggest challenge has to do with the economics in remote and rural communities. You know, say, for example, is we continue to look at our downtown district for revitalization. And, you know, we know that Aging buildings require a lot of rebuild to bring them up to code and, you know, make them a real attractive spot for a small business to call home. And so sometimes it's the rural economics and finding those um, investment pools that are in for the long haul you know, for a 20-year payback or a payback in good faith. <laughs> um, and the payback might be in non-tangible, like community vitality. Um, that's really challenging. And yet it's important. And so, you know, we're working on a, a project that we're facilitating, you know, to remodel and renovate, you know, some downtown buildings to get them tenant ready. Um, for that next entrepreneur. And then also, you know, some housing stock, um, some condo living type housing, so that when companies like Marvin or, you know, Polaris or A&I or the grocery store or the, the school are looking to hire people, which there's a lot of people looking for work right now. There's a lot of open jobs here in the world. But housing is one of those gotchas that we need to solve for. And, you know, there is ongoing conversations and this downtown project could be one small sliver of a solution when that gets established, designed, and completed. Well, and this is what I love about you. You're, I, I know that there'll be a solution because that's what you do. And when you are all about community like you are, you come up with the solution. You look at where you need to go, what you need to do to make it happen. Any final thought that you want to share with us on community as we close out the show? Well, you know, I, I would just encourage everybody to get involved in their community, you know, in any way that makes makes it right for you. You know, whether it's, you know, leading an initiative, being engaged in an activity, uh, becoming an entrepreneur, you know, supporting an entrepreneur. It really does take a village to make our communities home. And I think the good news is, is there's lots of resources that are out there and a lot of people that want to help stand you up um, as an entrepreneur and as a community citizen. And I would just encourage uh, people to believe in the possibility, um, figure it out, uh, because as you say, we do believe that no is not an answer. 
and we can't do it. We just have to figure out the right solution in the right way and the right time and the right path to accomplish the goal. That's right. And thank you so much for joining us, Brenda. We've got to get back to our show. You are amazing. Thank you, Brenda Bauman, for for talking to us about joy and community. And please remember to go out, live joy, and share joy. Live joy, share joy.